on today's episode. What used to be the American dream, I think is the same now here in China, you know. I own a motorbike. And sometimes, you know, I just park it uh, on the street. And many times, you know, I, I forgot the, the keys in the motor. And every time I come back, and the motor still there, you know. It's like when I speak Chinese, I become a different person, you know. I'm David Bevis and you're listening to Mexico Over the Wall, a podcast about Mexico from the other side. First off, thanks to Auburn Lee for getting in touch. It's great to get your feedback. Uh, my next guest is from Mexico and has been living in China since 2012. I'll let him introduce himself. My name is... Uh Hugo Aurelio Sanchez Rocha. And what I do is I practice martial art in China. How did you end up in China? I, I used to live in New York for about uh, six years. Let's say from 2006 uh, till 2012, uh, end of 2012. And then um, I used to do advertising there. Uh, I used to develop uh, ideas for 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 all kind of uh, commercials, you know. And I used to work for pretty good brands, you know, uh, like uh, Heineken, BMW, uh, Tecate Beer. I don't know if you if you are familiar with that, but you know, I, I was I was doing this work for about ten years, and I was feeling like I need to I need to stop, you know, I, I need to give it a break. So I I always like martial arts, but I, uh, uh, I in New York I was like more more uh, devoted to it. You know, I discovered kung fu in my first trip uh, to China in two thousand nine. So yeah, that, the the story was like this. You know, I came to China, you know, and uh, I I I found some. Uh, Kung Fu show, you know, some monks, you're doing amazing things, you know, it was like, wow, man, you know, I will, I will try to, to find a school, you know, a Kung Fu school back in New York, you know, and when I went back to New York, I, I discovered this, I found, uh, I found out about a monk, a real Shaolin monk, you know, that uh, uh, had a, a temple in New York, you know, in Chinatown, New York. So I, I went there and I, I, I started training with him, you know, and well, the thing is, I decided to to come to China and check it out. You know, at the beginning it was like a, a sabbatical year. You know, I wanted to spend just one year here and then uh, go back to either either the states or, or Mexico. But you know, <laughs> I'm still here. Why did you stay then? At the beginning, you know, one year it was uh, it, it felt too too short. Because you know, I was just getting familiar with the with the language, and uh, I was just kind of starting started to uh, to find uh, what I was looking for. You know, at the beginning was I don't know. When you come to China, you think you know it's gonna be easy. You know, there's gonna be a, there's gonna be an amazing 
kung fu master every in every corner, but it's, it was not like that. So I was trying to find like a like a master that really you know really connect with me and what I was looking for, you know. So it took a it took a while, and by the end of the the year of that year, uh, I was just in that spot, you know, in that sweet spot. <laughs> So it felt really rushed to to come back. So I just like stay over, you know. And then after that year, you know, I, I and then the time just flew, you know, just went by, and I I kind of like it here. And now I have a life. How has the current situation affected what you do? Well, um, since uh, since everything started here, uh, right now everything is is actually back to normal, you know. It's back to to normal. So uh, let's say the hardest months were uh, January, end of uh, yeah, end of January and February. That was you know like a complete lockdown, uh, very very strict. You you were not uh, allowed to go out from your apartment. You know in China usually people live in apartment complex. Very few uh, all, uh, still living you know in in kind of. Uh, uh, how do you call it? Like uh, like duplex, like a house, you know. Uh, so it's that's easier to control, right? Uh, so yeah, you, you, yeah, every every apartment had the uh, was provided with a small with a card, you know, which allow allows you to to go out once once a day, just and and, and just for a short time, you know, just to buy some uh, some food and and come back to your apartment, you know. So it was really really rushed. And uh, here where I live, I live in, in the kind of north of China, which is, uh, it has like the four seasons, you know, difference, Mexi- difference with Mexico, you know. And so winter is pretty cold and it snows. Uh, so it was snowing around that that, uh, that time, you know, and it was cold. So, you know, like it kind of, the, it was like a, the whole... Uh, atmosphere, you know, like the whole feeling. It was like, like a like a doomsday, you know. <laughs> Balls, clouds, snowing, everyone scared. Yeah, man, it was it was really hard. But right now, right now, everything is back to normal. You know, you still see people wearing masks and everything, but 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 every um, all the all the businesses are open and life is going on. Has there been any resurgence of the virus where you are? No, 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 not here. Uh, uh, a couple of days ago, there was an, an outbreak in, uh, in in Beijing, in the capital. They found uh, in, in, in another wet market. Uh, they call it like that, you know, like this uh, market where they sell live animals and fresh vegetables and all that stuff. So uh, they, 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 there was an outbreak there. And uh, till now, the news uh, shows that there are like 100 people infected. But they are taking a lot of measures, you know. They have a, uh, here they, are, they 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 have a lot of testing, you know. And I think in Beijing they are around capacity for like nine, ninety thousand or something like that. Uh, 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 ventilators and stuff, you know, like to 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 treat the people if, if you if you get complications, you know, with your health of the virus. So they are they are really prepared for that and uh, and and. Uh, so just Beijing now is it's getting more strict, but the rest of China is uh, still consider, consider safe. 
What do you like about living in China? What used to be the the American dream, you know, in uh, from uh, America in in the states, uh, I think it's the same now here in China. You know, people come and and there's so much, so much opportunity, so many opportunities, you know, to work of in in any any kind of uh, niche, you know, you are interested. Because there are uh, there are so many business, you know, willing to to work with you, you know, and 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 invest in new ideas, you know. So I think there are, that that that's what I like a lot about uh, here, you know. This is one, you know, the opportunities you have the opportunity to work in uh, anywhere in China, you know. Because it's not only you know like it's not a centralized uh, country, you know. Like for instance, in Mexico, Mexico City is very. Uh, it's it's the, the place with more opportunities, right? You know, uh, 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 abroad is uh, it's it's more difficult to find uh, uh, opportunities. Uh, and here, you know, anywhere and uh, anywhere, you know, every corner of the country, you know, there are a lot of you, you can see the development and the business, you know, growing. So this is one, and the other one is the safety. You know, it's 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 the safest place I I ever lived. It really, really, it's it's. It's uh, it's crazy, man. For instance, you know, not once, you know, multiple times, you know, I, I own a motorbike, like kind of like a Vespa, like you know, very a small one. And sometimes, you know, I just park it uh, on the street, and 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 many times, you know, I, I forgot the the keys in, in in the moto. And every time I come back, and the moto still there, you know, I leave my my helmet, you know, hanging there, and or, or or sitting there on the on the seat of the the motorbike, and uh, when I come back, still there, you know. What did you find uh, difficult to adapt to at first? Well, first the language. Chinese is is, very, is is difficult to learn. You know, it's it's yeah, it's like you are in a, in a different world. You know, they just they are just sounds for you. You know, it's noise. <laughs> it's not it's not actually a language, but. Uh, uh, yeah, that's that's the the biggest uh, barrier because even though you know in develop uh, in 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 the biggest cities like Shanghai, Beijing, uh, maybe Shenzhen, there are many people uh, uh, able to speak English, right? So, but in smaller cities, you know, no, you don't have that uh, advantage. So you really have to learn the language to to start, you know. Uh, blending in. What, what have you learned from uh, from the experience? Well, so much. I don't even know where to start. So many things, you know. First of all, is like uh, in, in in a personal view, you know, you, you can. Uh, it gives you a lot of uh, confidence when you are able to live in a, in different countries and in a country so different like China and and still be able to make a life, you know. So that really uh, that really gives you uh, like this experience really gave me a lot of confidence. Like anywhere I will I go in the world, I will be able to handle it. You know, I will I will be able to find out something to do and to make a living, a nice living. That was a uh, one. The second one is. You know what? You know, before I used, I I, I only spoke uh, Spanish, of course, and English. You know, and even though our cultures, I mean, the language are uh, are are different, of course, but the, the, our cultures are kind of similar. You know, we are uh, we are not that different. But here in China, it, it it's a complete completely different culture, and 
it's curious, but when, when it's like when I speak Chinese, it's like kind of a, I become a different person, you know. Even my thoughts, everything's different. It's like you just switch to a different personality, and that's really curious, you know. <laughs> Uh, which which doesn't happen to to me, you know, with uh, with English and Spanish. When I switch to English or Spanish, you know, that doesn't happen to me. It's it's, it's curious. Uh, that that's really, because uh, really, that really impressed me. And um, and another thing is, you know, like I, I really learned how beautiful martial arts are, you know, because martial art uh, you start. You start practicing martial arts, learning martial arts, right? But then, then, then it it just spreads through through your life, you know. So then you live with these with these same uh, with these same principles, you know, your life. And uh, that really changed. That really changed my life a lot, and uh, in 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 a good way. What advice could you give to someone who's thinking of going to live in China? Here in China, you know, the. Um, you find two kinds of uh, of foreigners here in China, you know, the ones that uh, love it so much, like like myself, and the ones that hate it to to the bone, you know. So this this is a place that you either love it or you or or, or you hate it, you know. So the advice would be like learn some Chinese, you know, and this is really important. This is really important to to. Uh, to to be able to communicate, you know, like just because it's it's a it's a huge country, you know. So uh, no matter where where you go, you know, you will we will find uh, uh, you, you you will be faced, you know, to, with with this uh, issue of of no one speaking not a single word of, of English. So yeah, learn Chinese is one, and the second is just give it a time you know if if you uh, give it a time come uh, at the beginning is difficult but then after after some time you you know you will be you will be amazed of this country and uh, also you will realize if you either love it or hate it what what's it like uh, in the part of the country where you live i live in a city called loyang uh, which is part of a province uh, called henan which is the biggest province uh, or the most populated province in, in China. There are about 100 million people living in this province. So it's, it's kind of like, a, it's like, a, like Mexico, the whole Mexico in, in, in the province, right? So um, here, even, even, even when, I, when I say it's a small, small city, consider, consider a, a small city, as a small city, <clears throat> it's a city with, a, with about... Um, uh, uh, Ten to twelve million people, right? So nothing, nothing is small here. <laughs> the life is is really is really nice over here. You know, the, this city was the, the imperial capital uh, during nine uh, dynasties. So it has a lot of culture, a lot of um, uh, tradition, but still, you know, it's modern, and you have. Uh, you have uh, everything you need, you know. You even if I want to try some foreign food, you know, there are some very nice restaurants <laughs> that provide that. Do you have any uh, projects that you'd like to talk about? Is there anything that you'd like to to recommend? Actually, we are. Um, I start to participate in a in a website called uh, artesmarciales.com, which. Um, which uh, my friend uh, Daniel Corona from uh, the Temple Shaolin of Mexico, you know, we have a, there's actually 
a temple, a Shaolin temple in Mexico, which uh, if you are interested to learn Kung Fu, that, that's the place to go, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, we have a partnership and, and uh, we we often bring uh, people, once a year actually, we bring uh, people uh, to experience the, 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 the Kung Fu from, from the real, from the, 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 the masters here in China. So every year we... we we bring pe- people from from the from the school to train and to and to visit, you know, uh, the 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 sacred mountains and places uh, of, of kung fu in China. And with this uh, with this uh, website, the uh, artsmarciales.com, we are trying to put like all the martial arts uh, uh, together in one in one in one place, you know. So whatever you like, either karate or taekwondo. There is going to be information there, you know, interesting articles, interesting information, you know, about uh, all kind of martial arts. So yeah, you can you can just give it a give it a look, give it a a, a try, and it's, 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 I think you will find that pretty interesting. And another thing is, uh, yeah, if you are interested in in, uh, in martial arts in kung fu, you can uh, you can visit kungfu.com.mx, and yeah, that's. Uh, and there you will find like the the, the places in, in in where to learn it in Mexico. What do you do in your free time? In my free time, I practice kung fu. Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I try, I train, and I travel. Yeah, I like to that, that 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 I I could I could say like those are my my passions. You know, like train uh, martial arts and and traveling. So whenever <clears throat> whenever I have free time, you know, I I do that. And it's pretty easy to to travel around China, you know, because there is a, a bullet train, which is pretty well connected with the whole country. So you don't sometimes you don't even have to take a plane. Is there anything you miss uh, about Mexico? Yeah, of course, man. Of course, I miss a lot of things. You know, like um, I miss uh, my family, of course, and I miss. I miss uh, speaking Spanish, you know, like I miss, you know, that's, I'm mostly the slangs, you know, to, to say all these like, ah, yeah, cabron, you know, how are you? <laughs> Mexican slang and the food, of course, you know, even even in uh, in some cities here in, in, in China, you are able to find very, pretty decent Mexican food, expensive, but pretty decent. It's not the same. It's not the same. I miss, I miss gorditas, sopes, everything, <laughs> tacos. Yeah, usually that that's the first thing. Whenever I go visit, you know, that's the, that's the first thing I do as as soon as I get off the plane. You know, I found some taco stand and just kill them all. So I was talking there to Hugo Aurelio Sanchez Rocha, who lives in Luoyang in China. Over the course of this series, I'm going to be interviewing people from all over the place about their experiences of living in Mexico. If you live in Mexico and would like to take part, please get in touch by writing to feedback at mexicooverthewall.com. Please support the podcast by giving us a review, which you can do via mexicooverthewall.com slash apple for Apple Podcasts, if you have an iOS device or iTunes, or you can review us on Stitcher by going to mexicooverthewall.com slash Stitcher. 
You can also support us with hard cash by sponsors on Patreon. One of the benefits of sponsorship is that you can get extended versions of these interviews. Go to patreon.com slash Mexico over the wall for more details. That's it for this episode. Hope you liked it. See you next time. Thank you.